0: Hello, welcome to the Self-Learning Podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 11, Impact of Decentralized Development. And our topic is Role of the Ward Committees. The provision for ward committees was made to ensure some proximity between citizens and their elected representatives since many aspects of day-to-day civic life could be addressed in a better way at the neighborhood level. It was necessary to have the ward committees, which could serve an effective forum for interaction with elected ward councillors. The ward committees have been constituted only in eight states. Andhra Pradesh, Karnataka, Kerala, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu, West Bengal and Delhi. Out of these states, it is only in Kerala that the ward committees have been constituted in all the ULBs. Accepting Kerala and to some extent West Bengal. None of the state's governments have shown any enthusiasm in setting up the committees. In Kerala, the participation of the people's representatives has been made broad based by listing various categories of civil society organizations professionals and neighborhood groups. It serves as a platform for seeking and obtaining some accountability from the counselor. In the case of Karnataka and Kerala, citizens can have access to the minutes of the committee meetings. In Kerala, citizens group participating in ward committees meetings ask questions on the progress made in redressal of complaints and civil works. Thus, we see that the ward committees in Kerala have contributed greatly to ensuring participation of people in governance. One of the ward committees installed rainwater harvesting structures in the ward to tackle the problems related to scarcity of water during summer. Besides, the ward committees are looking after solid waste management. The ward committees took the initiative to appoint workers to collect solid waste from households to prevent accumulation of garbage on roadsides. All this has led to greater decentralization, accountability, transparency and people's participation. It is a very encouraging and positive impact of decentralization. The ward committees have demonstrated their potential to emerge as platforms for citizens' participation and their interaction with elected representatives. However, this potential has been achieved only to a limited extent unless and until the rest of the states follow in the footsteps of Kerala, their real impact cannot be visible. The negative side of the word committees is that. The municipal leadership view it as an incursion into their domain. And the skepticism of people in looking up to these committees as a forum for their participation. The second point is accountability. Accountability of local institutions is a precondition for creating thirst in the minds of the people. The expectations of the people from the government in general and PRIs and ULBs in particular do not remain confined only to the prevention of abuse of power or dishonesty in the use of public resources. Rather, they expect their government to be responsive to their needs, wishes and preferences. As such the public agencies in general and the local government institutions in particular must remain accountable for being responsive to the needs of the people they serve. The provisions like display of all vital information pertaining to development projects, especially recipient of funds and how they are being spent in the panchayat or council offices or on a prominent board outside the school for the information of the public ensures accountability of the local bodies. Similarly, the provision to obtain photocopies of documents pertaining to development projects as also matters of general public interest by paying a nominal charge to ensure accountability and transparency. These provisions have a direct impact on the citizens in the sense that now they can keep a check, on the functioning of the local bodies. The experience gained from the experiment of Jan Sanwes in Rajasthan is a proof that the citizens can no longer be, be fooled and the funds be misutilized. Under the Jan Sunwai, the village people demand for all documents related to work undertaken with public funds. If there are discrepancies, they are questioned by the village peoples. The serpents in several villages have paid up the recoveries demanded by people and Johnson Wise have been highly effective in mobilizing villages on the issue of transparency and accountability. This is a very positive impact of decentralization. It is hoped that in near future, the local institutions will reconcile the ethical values of fair play and integrity democratic values of rule of law, participation, responsiveness, and transparency, and corporate values of providing services in an efficient and effective manner, and will ultimately achieve the goal of decentralization, which we have been striving for too long. Now let us move to the next point functional decentralization. It refers to transferring subject specific or functions to the local tiers. The functions prescribed under 11th and 12th schedule are to be transferred to panchayats and municipalities respectively. The first one is transfer of functions. The full transfer of functions under 29 and 18 subjects have not taken place in almost all the states. Even in the functional terms, the subjects under basic needs like primary education, health, agricultural, veterinary, irrigation, etc. have not been transferred. Also, inter-tier demarcation of functions has not been carried out resulting into overlapping of functions and conflicts in certain cases. Similarly, subject-specific responsibilities have not been assigned to each tier. As such, the local bodies are not in a position to take up the responsibilities under various subjects. The performance of some states is better than the others, while some states have yet to start very limited action in this regard has been taken by the states. But still the impact of decentralized development is visible. The functional devolution has essentially galvanized the local bodies from the stage to performance. A challenge has been placed on these bodies to perform though there are variations across the states with regard to functional devolution and performance of these bodies. The overall results can be seen in the positive direction. The local bodies are involving themselves in the implementation of poverty alleviation programs besides the schemes under social development sector this has paved the way for greater people's participation which has been lacking so far now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for Engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.